And a very good Sunday morning behind the scenes here on Worcester Radio. Ron Hamilton, your host, here over 104.5 WQKT, AM 960 WKVX, and streaming online at WQKT.com. We are joined on this Sunday morning by our good friend at the OSU Extension Office in Wayne County, and that, of course, is Melinda Hill, who joins us several times a month. Melinda, as always, a very good morning uh, via the telephone with us today. Glad to have you joining us, as always. Well, thank you so much, Ron. It's great to be here um, and share with our listeners during this challenging time in life. Well, Melinda, you always bring uh, fun topics, timely topics, and, and obviously informational topics. So uh, what are we going to be talking about here on this first weekend of October? Well, I hope that many of our listeners today have been able to really get out and about uh, enjoying the, the outdoor activities. I know for myself, I've been doing a lot of horseback riding, and it's just amazing to me the the parks, both locally, uh, the state metro parks, and um, just around how many people are really taking advantage of them. So <clears throat> I would encourage, if you haven't had that chance, pick out a park that you've never been to and go check it out. And while you're driving along, just really enjoy the beauty of the season. I know some people don't really like fall just because it's the, the reminder of what's to come. But I hope that the, the beauty of the season, and maybe while we're talking about the, the beauty, you can also check out a few orchards along the way and see what fall fruit you might really find enticing. Do you have a favorite fall fruit, Ron? I don't know whether it'd be specific to fall, but I'm partial to apples year-round. Perfect. Well... I think in doing some research, uh, we were doing this for a presentation at Farm Science Review, and I did not realize that there's worldwide, there's over 7,500 different varieties of apples. Now, that's a lot of difference. I mean, when you go to the grocery store and you look at the, the display of apples that is there, you think, wow, there's a lot here. Over 50 of those are grown in Ohio, and seems like every season they come out with at least one that's a little different than it was last year. So be adventuresome. Take some of those that you've liked from years past and try something new, especially if you're doing it for a favorite recipe or you're savoring it for fall, and we'll talk a little bit about um, drying apples here in a minute. So one of the things about apples that we want to um, mention is, Ron, you said that they were one of your favorites year-round, and it's a quick and easy snack. A, a apple that is about the size of your fist has about 80 calories. It has some of our soluble fiber in there. It has vitamin C and potassium. The pectin in the apples have actually been shown to block some cholesterol absorption. And the peel from the apples have many antioxidants, and we know that that's really healthy 
for our system. They have been shown to regulate our blood sugar, help control our appetite, and in many studies have also been shown to protect against cancer, prevent strokes, and safeguard our lungs. Apple sitting on your desk or sitting in the bowl as you are running out the door in the morning, you don't think about all of the attributes that it may bring to us, but it really is. Remember that old saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away? Well, there could be some valid points um, that are still true today. Well, Melinda, everybody likes a different type of apple. You know, some people like the real crisp. Some people like softer apples. Um, you know, some people love the tart. Some people love the sweet. So it's a little bit different for, for everyone, depending on what you're looking for. But are there certain things that people need to look for when they're selecting apples? Absolutely. When you are able to pick your own, make sure that you handle them gently. So if your family is going to the orchard and you're able to pick, then, you know, let's not be tossing them like baseballs back and forth to one another before they go in the basket or container. We want to look for and make sure there's no decay or bruising or shriveled skin. We want fruit that is firm to the touch. So not that we're going to squeeze real hard, but we, you know, you can tell the difference in a, a product that is firm and those that are soft or mealy maybe. When I get them home, then I want to store them in a cool place. So if you have a basement or storage cellar that is cool, that would be the best. If not, a refrigerator will also work well. But I don't want, obviously, to get them freezing. So 36, 37, 38 degrees is probably optimum for keeping my apple. But I do want to check them often to make sure that no decay is taking place because the saying one bad apple can spoil the whole bunch is kind of true as well. Um, it spreads very quickly. I don't need to wash my apples before I store them. So just wash them before using or before eating, and you'll enjoy a longer storage time. Melinda, talk... Oh, I'm sorry, Melinda. No, I was just going to ask you to talk a little bit about... Because um, sometimes it, it's hard to visualize, but you talk a little bit about, you know, apples, uh, I know one pound of apples uh, is about three apples, depending on the size, obviously. But, you know, talk a little bit about, you know, when people are making applesauce or, you know, if you're making a, an apple pie, a lot of people do that in the fall. How many apples, you know, you need to grab, whether you're at a, a farmer's market or, you know, you're just your typical grocery store? Great question. And I think, uh, as you mentioned, it is going to vary. Um, so one of the guides, says it takes about one pound of apples to make one nine-inch pie. So three apples is about a pound. So we'd say six to seven apples would probably do very nicely for one nine-inch pie. For uh, if I'm picking a large quantity, a bushel of apples, that's going to be about 48 pounds. And if I'm going to process those, that would be about 16 to 20 quarts 
of canned or frozen applesauce. So if I just want it for myself or for my family for dinner or for a couple of days, three apples will be about a cup and a half of applesauce. So it doesn't take a lot, but especially after you peel and depending on how well you are at how how thin your peel is, let's say it that way, um, would depend upon the quantity that I have. In thinking through this and in talking to individuals who actually have orchards, one of their best guides is if I'm doing this for um, a pie, even for applesauce, do a variety of apples. In other words, instead of just going and picking all one type, let's say, do you have a particular type that you really like, Ron? No, not particular. I like them. I like a crisp bite, um, and I like them to be sweet, not too tart. But no, as far as when I go pick one out, doesn't matter. So doing that guidance, there are several out there that have a... Um, a, a firm, crisp, juicy product. So if I can get several varieties of those before I go to make my pie or go to make my applesauce, that would give me a really good final product. So in other words, you know, we know that the Granny Smith is a really tart apple, but if I combine that with a Macintosh or a Jonathan or a Honeycrisp or even a Fuji, you know, those are all apples that are, are nice and firm and crisp, but I'll have a better blend and a better overall flavor for my final product. We don't want to use, um, or at least, try and preserve, whether I'm doing applesauce or um, dried apples, starting with a fruit that is really mealy, that is just not going to give us a really good final product. So one of the things that I thought we could talk a little bit about today, and before I mention um, the dried apples. Have you ever had dried apples, Ron? Oh, yeah, those are great. Do you do them at home? You know, we've never done them at home. My dad does. He has a dehydrator. Um, so every year, you know, depending on how many apples they get, we'll have more or less. But, I mean, those are really good. And as far as, you know, not that an apple is hard to take with you as a snack anyway, but, I mean, you bag those up and, I mean, you talk about a great on-the-go snack. I love those. Absolutely. So, just because it's probably something that many are are thinking the same as you, I've never done this at home, there is a way that we can, can I say, test. So, I can do them in an oven. There's a couple of precautions that we need to take. So, first of all, my oven needs to be a low temperature. I need to get it down to 140, no more than 150. And some of our newer ovens may or may not be able to to go that low. So that's the first thing you need to check. The second thing is I need a fan. So whether I have a fan in my oven or whether I can set one up 
close to the door to kind of blow into the oven and let it circulate the air that way, that might be something to try. Now, notice there's some factors there that I really need to pay attention to. If I've got pets or if I've got small children, having an oven door open with a fan may not be a safe environment for your family. So you need to really assess that. But it's a great way to test, do I really like dry apples? Is this something that I would be interested in trying to find a dehydrator and making that small investment for us to be able to enjoy apples, but many other fruits and vegetables that I might be able to dry. So if I am using the dehydrator or the oven, one of the things that I need to pay attention to is evenly slicing the apple pieces, about a quarter inch as even as possible. And I can leave the peel on if I would like, but it will take a little longer for the apple slices to dry. But in my experience, I leave it on and it um, doesn't uh, doesn't affect the, the overall because I'm leaving it on all of my apple slices. Something that we do need to do is to make sure that they don't darken. As you know, when you leave an apple sit out or apple slices sit out, it doesn't take them very long many times to turn dark. So I can do one of uh, a couple of things. I can use one of the commercial products and dissolve that in a quart of water and soak it for about two to three minutes and then take them out and let them drain. So I slice them all up, put them in the solution, use a colander, pull them out, let them drain, and then get them ready to either go on a cookie sheet to go in the oven or on a tray to go in the food dehydrator. But I can also use some fruit juice that is very high in vitamin C. So if you have pineapple juice or orange juice or even lemon or lime juice, I can dilute those two in in water to be able to be effective anti-darkening products. Notice, though, that my apple slices may taste a little bit like pineapple or oranges, And that may not be a bad thing, just depending upon your preference. So after I have left them on there, and I'm sorry I can't give a definitive, well, this will take five hours or this will take eight hours, because it's really going to depend upon the apple itself and the moisture content that it has. So once you put them on there, you're going to um, need to test for doneness after a while. So if you're in the oven, you're going to need to rotate your trays to make sure that you turn the front to the back and the back to the front and rotate on the levels. And you can begin to pick up the apple slices and fold it in on top of each other, and it should be really springy. It should be pliable. Um, If they break, then I know I've got them too done, too dry. If they stick together then I know that it's not quite done. I don't want enough moisture in there for them to stick to each other. So I can put them back in and let them continue on. The last stage in drying is called conditioning. And that's a step where I take the fruit out, I put it in a jar, and let it sit on the counter 
not in sunlight preferably, but just sit on the counter with a tight lid and watch for any condensation forming on the jar. And if the condensation forms, then that says, oops, didn't get enough of the moisture out of there. I need to go back to the dryer. So I can return it back to the oven or back to the dehydrator for a little bit longer to draw out the rest of that moisture. Then I'm just ready. I can leave them sit on the counter or I can place them in my cupboard. Just don't put them too far away that you forget about it. Because as you said, Ron, it's just a great, quick and easy snack to be able to take with you. Melinda, some great stuff today about apples uh, as we uh, journey our way through the fall. If folks have any questions, uh, how can they get a hold of you at the Extension office? Absolutely. Our office is open um, four days a week. You can give us a call at 330-264-8722. Melinda, as always, thank you so much for joining us here today. Our guest in studio from the OSU Extension Office in Wayne County, Melinda Hill, here over 104.5 WQKT and AM 960 WKVX. I'm Ron Hamilton. Thanks again for listening and hope you'll stay tuned. More on the way. We'll check in with a quick look at the weather up next.